The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today's episode of Disability Matters has been previously recorded. Please enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show, everyone. Special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. I hope you're doing great. And you are going to love this show today. You're going to love it because this woman, this young woman, is a real fireball. Not only is she a fireball, she is just the most wonderful person. What an honor to have Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania as our guest today. I met her at the Bender Leadership Academy graduation at my school, Geneva College, and she's just awesome, just wonderful. So, Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania, Jen Gilliland, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here today. Well, we're so excited to have you. And I thought how we could start, Jen, since we have listeners across uh, America listening, how about if you give them a little bit of a background on your involvement in the disability community? Okay, thank you, Joyce. Um, Eighteen years ago, it will be on May 9th, I was... Um, affected by a rare neurological virus called transverse myelitis, which left me paralyzed from the waist down. So that kind of threw me into the disability community. And from that, I went on to graduate high school and go to college and earn my degree. And I got into the professional world. And then in the past couple of years, I started doing advocacy for transverse myelitis, spreading awareness. And so it started off on the small scale of um, through social media, and then I got involved with other people who have disabilities, and I started advocating for mitochondrial disease and Shorman's disease. And that led to um, applying to become Ms. Wheelchair Pennsylvania. And I competed in the competition that was held in Bradford, Pennsylvania this March. And I was up against three other fierce competitors, but um, I ended up being the winner and what an honor it's been. And so that's really um, put my advocacy and my role in this disability community um, into full force. And so I'm now out there advocating and spreading awareness. Great. Well, I know you are. Now, you talked about transverse myelitis. First of all, how old were you again? I was 15 years old. 15. You were 15 years old when this happened. Yes, ma'am. Well, I know it is very rare. Am I correct? Yes, ma'am. How about if you tell our listeners a little bit more about what it is And then I'm interested in how long the rehabilitation was for you and what impact did that have on you and your family? 
Transverse myelitis, like we've said, is very rare. It affects two out of a million people each year. How many? And two. Wow. Unbelievable. Go ahead. And what it is, is there's no known cause. Um, I had contracted the flu really bad a month before, and the doctor said that um, it caused a reaction in my body. And what happened was, is my body basically attacked the myelin coating of my spine and caused it to swell and left nerve damage. And so that's what transverse myelitis does in all the people who it affects. So how how long were you in rehabilitation then? I was in Children's Hospital for seven days undergoing intense um, steroid therapy treatment. That was to stop the swelling and prevent any further damage from occurring in my spinal cord. And then I was supposed to spend four months in the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, but I'm determined and I managed to make it out in two months. Wow. That involved intensive physical therapy, basically having to relearn everything from just being able to sit up to getting dressed, how to function using a wheelchair, and um, just performing normal daily tasks. And um, so, like I said, I've always been determined, and I set the goal from the very beginning of what what did I have to do to go home. And so so you 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 had you had that attitude from the beginning. Yes, ma'am. So how did that impact you and your family? Um, it impacted us, but not in the way that most people would think. Most people would believe that this was the worst day of my life, that it changed my life forever. It did change my life forever, but from the very beginning, I've seen this as the biggest blessing in my life. Um, I was headed down the wrong road as a teenager, and becoming paralyzed grounded me, and it kept me from going out and doing things that I shouldn't be doing, and it allowed me to focus on my faith and focus on becoming independent, and my family has always been, from the very beginning, my biggest fans and support system. Um, we've always been a very loving and close-knit family, and I think it made us stronger. So, I mean, the impact has been beneficial. Well, I could see why you're so successful. You have such a great attitude. I, I must admit, for many of us, disability changed our life, but it changed it in a way we would never have guessed for the positive. So I agree with you. I know what you mean. Um, and it's great your family also was so supportive. They're amazing. I, my, well, at the time, my parents, my dad passed away a year after the onset. But my mother and my, uh, I have three siblings. I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger sister. And they've always been there, like I said, to support me. They're my biggest fans, my biggest protectors and my biggest advocates. Well, you have a great family. You do. 
How important do you think that is? When you're going through something like this, how important do you think family is? Oh, it's of great importance. It's the main thing at the top of the list for me because they're, they are the ones who are always there. You can always count on them. Yes. And I guess, I guess this realization helped deepen your spiritual faith. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, did you see other, when you were in the hospital, um, you know, children's hospital, did you see a lot of people going through uh, issues that you felt, you know, I wish I could help them? Yes, I did. It was very hard to see. In children's, I was in a room by myself, but when I got to the Children's Institute, that's where I really saw it that you see all these young children who had been affected by various um, illnesses or accidents. And my heart always just went out to them and their parents to want to do something to help them. Children's Institute, for our listeners' benefit, what, what is it? What is it like? The Children's Institute is a rehabilitation center that focuses on um, helping children with disabilities to um, learn how to cope and learn how to be the best them that they can be and function with their new life. Um, They not only provide rehabilitation, but they also have uh, day school and outpatient services as well. And are these, can these be people, uh, children that have had a disability from birth, or are these only children that acquired a disability? No, it's children from birth also. Children from birth also. Well, I know they've done great things. I've heard about uh, accolades from people like Clint Hurdle, who is the manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, to just so many people that are involved with the Institute. Um, so, you know, I'm very fortunate that we have that institute here to help people like you, but what impresses me the most is how you had your mind made up, I'm not going to be here. Yes, ma'am. Well, listen, we're going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we're talking to Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania, and what a treat for all of us that is. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Jen. Don't go away. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display 
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are talking to Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania, Jill Gilliland, and she is just outstanding. And that brings me to the main thing we want to talk about. First of all, I want to ask you this question. What does it mean to you? Like, what did it mean to you when you found out you are being crowned as Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania? It was the greatest honor I have ever received. It was humbling, and it meant that I was on the, um, I finally found the reason that God had intended for me to be a voice and an advocate to make the invisible visible. Yeah. I, how about your family? How, how, what did they think? Oh, they were ecstatic. I actually didn't tell very many people that I was participating in the pageant because if I didn't win, I didn't want to disappoint. So there were a lot of surprised family members. Um, my mom and my younger sister and my husband were there. But um, my sister literally screamed in the phone when I called her. My older sister did. She was so excited. So um, they're oh, that is so, so funny. proud. You kept it a secret. I'm sorry, what was that? I said, that's so funny that you kept it a secret. Yeah. I, like I said, I just didn't want to disappoint anybody. Well, what is involved? What is involved with being Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania? First, before you tell me what the responsibilities are, you know, what is it you have to do? What, what do you have to do when you compete? Um, well, this isn't your regular beauty pageant. It is definitely a program um, for advocacy and empowering the disabled. The um, pageant 
involves a lengthy application that you send in, and then on the day of the pageant, you go to Bradford, that's where um, it's held, and you participate in two 15-minute sessions behind closed doors with judges answering various questions to what color would you describe yourself to um, who do you think is the most influential disabled person? I mean, they have a whole booklet of questions that they ask you. And the whole pageant lasted five hours with, um, there was a talk with the previous title holder from last year telling you what to expect at nationals if you win. And then um, after everybody went through the interviewing process, it went into the actual pageant where um, all the competitors went in and gave a two-minute platform speech and then were asked three on-stage questions by the judges. And from there, the judges went and deliberated and came back, and here we are. Oh, what a thrill. What a thrill. Well, once you become this wheelchair, what are your responsibilities? Your responsibilities are being, or my responsibilities, are being an advocate and spreading awareness. I have the responsibility of making two appearances a month, which for me at first I'm like, oh, I hope I can do this. I have been overwhelmed by the amount of responses I've received and requests I've received to make appearances. Um, In April, I was able to make three appearances, and I already have at least six scheduled for May, and my calendar is pretty much booked for at least one appearance a month through August. Wow! That is unbelievable, and um, yeah, I know. I was so honored to have you as as the first appearance at uh, Geneva. And that was an amazing experience to meet all of those kids and to see how amazing they are. It was so humbling and a great honor to be there. Well, it was an honor to have you there. Now, are you, like, throughout the year, are there any other responsibilities? Like, are are there things that you are committed to that you have to do? Yes, ma'am. I am going to be headed to Long Beach, California in August to compete in the national competition to become Ms. Wheelchair America. Wow. How exciting is that? It's extremely exciting. Okay, now tell me about that. What's that like? I am going to be competing against 29 other accomplished, amazing women to go, and it's similar to the local pageant, but it's on a bigger level. Um, There's interviews and bonding experiences with the other girls, and then, but there's also... um, a formal presentation where all the women will have to be dressed in formal attire and go on stage and present their platforms and answer on-stage interview questions as well. Now, have you ever been to this or seen this or, you know, how much do you know about it? No, ma'am, I've never been there, and I only know what I've been told. Um, I've received a bunch of emails with at least eight attachments of forms I have to fill out to go there. 
Um, I only know what the coordinator has told me and um, last year's title holder. But I'm just so excited. And it's really, um, this has been a God thing from the very beginning. I I was on the session of my church. And due to other reasons, I had stepped down. And the day I stepped down, I had received the email, unsolicited by me, to compete in the Ms. Wheelchair Pennsylvania competition. Oh, so I did, they contacted you to do this? Yes, ma'am. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, it was unsolicited by me. I received the email the very day that I stepped down from session, and I said, Okay, God, I hear you. I will do whatever you want me to do. So I'm just kind of hanging on for the ride. Well, you know what you have done? What, what has it been like when you have spoken at these places so far? What what has it been like for you? It's been absolutely amazing to get to meet all of these different people and to see what they're going through and to know that they know that I'm advocating for them and that they have someone in their corner. It's just amazing and humbling. The whole thing has just been such a humbling experience for me. It's more than I ever imagined. What what, is, what are the reactions? Like, what are some of the things people say to you or ask you about? Surprisingly, the first thing that most people say to me is, I've never heard of that before. I've never heard of Ms. Wheelchair Pennsylvania or the program in its entirety. And that's the main response I get. But after that, um, I get to hear people's stories. They open up and and tell me what they're going through and tell me how I can help them or what I can do to advocate to make things known. What types of things do they talk to you about? Well, my platform is on the awareness of invisible disabilities, and I chose that platform because although you can see my disability with my wheelchair, most people who have transverse myelitis, you wouldn't know it from looking at them. Mm-hmm. And I also have a friend who has um, mitochondrial disease, and on the outside, she looks perfectly healthy. But on the inside, her body's literally at war, and the mitochondrial disease shuts down um, your organ systems, and it's literally just a fight for your life. And I've seen so many people who have um, faced injustices because either people don't believe that they have a disability or they don't understand the disability. So these people are treated differently. And so it's my goal with these invisible disabilities and through my awareness and advocacy to make these invisible disabilities visible, to put information out there so people can learn and gain knowledge and share, whether it's sharing to a spouse or sharing in the medical community that doctors are open to learning about these new treatments and these diseases and 
taking a stand to help these people to reach their full potential and, in some cases, help them to have a better quality of life. Yeah, you know, that amazed me. Uh, Of course, I have a hidden disability, having epilepsy, but I was so surprised when I first saw your bio and saw that this was going to be your platform. I mean, what made you think of that? Like, was it because of your disability? Is that what made you think to do it? No. I have a friend who has competed in the pageant circuit, um, like the Miss America line of things, and I was really having a hard time choosing um, a platform. And I contacted her and I said, you know, Nicole, I need more information because I'm just having a hard time. And she said, Jen, choose something you're passionate about. And when she said that, it all clicked. I am passionate about people receiving the proper care that they deserve and being heard. It's not about me. It's not about even the sash and the crown. It's about making a difference, whether it's helping one person to giving them hope or whether it's sticking up for them and showing the medical community that it's not all in their head. That's why I chose it, because it is something that I'm passionate about. And have you talked to very many people, um, you know, that have felt this situation you're talking about? Yes, ma'am, I have. And what do they say? They're just, I've had so many people just start crying because they say that no one's ever listened to them before. No one's ever fought for them before, and they thank me for taking on this, I don't even want to call it problem, but um, they just, they're, they're thankful that they know that there's somebody there fighting in their corner. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, a lot of people work at companies, and they have a hidden disability. It's just they don't want to tell anyone that they have a disability. Why do you think that is? I imagine it's because they're afraid that they'll be treated differently or that they could possibly lose their position because they'll be looked at like they can't perform because they have an issue. I know myself, mine is seen. But people have stigmas that are attached to wheelchairs. And even before Ms. Wheelchair, I have always strived to show people that I'm the same as them. I just sit down. I'm just yeah, down. right. That's a good way to explain it. Yeah, that is a good way to explain it. Well, you are someone that's gonna, that is and will continue to make a difference in America. You are, for Pennsylvania, someone we are so proud of. If you just joined us, we are talking to Miss Wheelchair, Pennsylvania, Jen Gilliland, who is just a superstar. 
You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Miss Wheelchair, Pennsylvania. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray with his co-host Linda Crater as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hey, isn't it great to have a young person with a disability out there advocating for others? I mean, isn't that just awesome? 
I mean, we need leaders. We need leaders. We can't rely on the older people. We need young people because many of us were known in different areas like me and epilepsy or AAPD, but there are people out there that you just always think of Tony Quello, or you always think of Senator Harkin, and you always think of Judy Human, and, you know, there are so many like that, Mark Abristo, you know, Pat Wright, Jonathan Young, but we need people coming up behind us. We need people like Jen. So that's why I'm so thrilled to hear someone say, I am an advocate for people with disabilities. And, Jen, I know you heard me talk about this at the Bender Leadership Graduation, but many young people with disabilities listening to the show right now um, or in the evening after they have archived the show are bullied every single day. What advice do you have for them? My advice is don't give up hope. To don't let someone else make you feel bad about being different because being different is a core value of who you are. And you can, I always say you can choose two different ways to go in life. You can choose to be negative or you can choose to take the negative and turn it into a positive. And I know bullying's hard. I went through it as a child myself. And all I can say is don't let somebody else get into your head. All that's important is being the best you that you can be. So hold on to your hope, hold on to your dreams, and with hard work and a positive attitude, you can achieve anything. Yes, and, you know, I'm really glad to hear you talk about this, Jen, because I have young people with disabilities that are spit on, that are told, you know, they're a freak, on Facebook, told you're ugly, you're weird, on different social medias, told you should die. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable the things that young people with disabilities go through. But I think what's important is that part about don't listen to them. Listen to you. Remember who you are. Remember what a great person you are. You cannot listen to these other people because they may seem like the majority, but they're not. The minority of the world that is unfortunately bad is these people are being. But you, you just you have to believe in yourself. You have to keep your muchness. And, Jen, I don't know what you think about this, but don't you think possibly it would be a good idea to, you know, have some friends so that when you're in school and in the hall, you have someone with you? Yes. Friends are an amazing support system when you're younger. I know from my experience, um, I had an incident in high school where someone was bullying me. and. My friends all stood up and went in front of me, and they didn't bully the bully, but they made her back down. Who was that? Uh, my friends. Your friends. Oh, your friends did that. Oh, that is awesome. And that stopped it, didn't it? Yes, it did. 
unfortunately, bullies, they can be just mean, but most of the time I found they have some form of insecurity or issues themselves. And instead of facing them, they turn it into the negative and push it onto others. Yeah, right. And unfortunately, they think kids with disabilities are an easy target. That's why these kids have to show them that they're not, that they're amazing people who have bright futures ahead of them. And, you know, Jen, here's the thing. They don't want to tell anyone because they are afraid of retribution, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous to not tell anyone. It certainly is, Joyce. Because who knows what they're going to end up doing to you. And that is why I always tell them, tell someone. And you can always find someone. There is always a person, your pastor, the rabbi, your teacher, your coach. Of course, I would hope you could go first to your family, but you've got to tell someone. You can't keep it a secret. Of all things, what helped you the most when you went through this? Knowing that I had a support system, I cannot stress enough how valuable having a support system is. Knowing that I could tell someone what was going on and that I can't say that there weren't retributions, but um, it was stopped. The bullying was stopped because I did tell someone. Um, And like you said, telling somebody is of the utmost importance. And did you tell someone at your school? Um, I actually told my mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And my mom is a fierce mama bear. We don't mess with her cubs. Yep. I know others like that. And they made that mistake. And so my mom went to the school. And, of course, I was scared. But she went to the school and was able to get it stopped. Without um, a big problem for you? Or was there retribution? Um, At first... There was a little retribution. However, I was able to tell my mom again, and she was right back on the phone again. And after that, it stopped. Yeah, I've met your mother, and I just don't think it'd be a good idea to go against your mother. I always say, listen, you have to remember, all these young people that are being bullied, they have a they have a family, and they have a mother. And I'm telling you, just as you said, Mama Bear with the Cubs. Listen, young people listening to this show, though, I mean it. No one, no one, no one is worth your life. No one. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Keep your muchness. Believe in yourself because there are other young people with disabilities who need you. You can help other young people. You have to empower other young people. Don't listen to them. You don't have to listen to them. 
you listen to you. you. You tell yourself every morning how awesome you are. Every day. And you go to the Bender Lead On Team page on Facebook, Bender Lead On Team page. It's all young people all across the country, and they're on there, and they too have been bullied. And now, if someone goes on there and says, this is what happened to me, all of a sudden all these people come out, hey, girl, I'm here for you. Hey, hey, I'm here. Don't worry. That is what it's all about. So don't listen. Just don't listen. So, Jen, when I think about all these great things you have accomplished, I'm thinking you had to have a role model. So who is that? Well, I have more than one, Joyce. Well, I'm um, sure who they are. Obviously, I've spoken about my family. Um, my mom is one of my biggest role models because she would go to the mat for me, as any mother would for their child. She has fought with doctors and whatever it took to make sure that I was getting the best care. My siblings, all three of them are amazingly unique individuals and I have learned so much from all of them, whether it's been strength or professionalism or just how to be a good person. They've all taught me so many things, but I would say my greatest role model besides my immediate family, has been my Aunt Beverly, or my Aunt B, as I call her. She is a pillar of strength and faith. She has gone through adversities in her life, and she's always attacked them with poise and grace and unconditional love. And she has always demonstrated to me unconditional love. And those are the things that I want to be in life. I want to show people my faith and show them what Jesus has done for me. I want to show them compassion. I want to show them grace, even if they don't deserve it, which is very hard sometimes. And I want to love unconditionally and demonstrate to others. Just, I want to be a role model myself in this advocacy role. Well, you are, and what a great testament is that I'm sure, Aunt, as you're listening to this right now, I'll bet you're in tears. Without even knowing you, I'll bet you're in tears, but what a great compliment to hear that from your niece. I just think that is so awesome. Well, Jen, before we get to the last questions of the show, we always let people know way ahead of time that we're going to be having different guests in the future and that if they have any questions, to send in a question or email through Twitter for whatever. So here's your first question that came actually the day that I let it be known that in a few weeks you're going to be on the show, and it is from a Linda in Pittsburgh saying, First of all, congratulations. I just think it's wonderful what you're doing and, you know, about this award. My question to you is, I'm sure you were nervous that day when you had to compete. What did you do to overcome being nervous? Honestly, usually I would have been. But as soon as I got to the church where the pageant was held, I 
just had calmness come over me. And at that point, when I got in there, I was actually questioning myself, going, why aren't you nervous? And I looked, and I saw that there were butterflies. And butterflies have always been an important thing. I've always loved them. And I've always seen them as a symbol to me as when something good happens, I've always, there's always been a butterfly around. And so I took the butterflies as my sign as to just be calm and to be the best me that I could be that day. Wow. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Who would ever think that that would be the thing? Okay, well, we have a Cindy in Columbus, Ohio. And the question here is, first of all, congratulations. Um, Why do you think this is not more well-known in the United States? The Ms. Wheelchair Program? Yes. Honestly, I think it's because we don't have a benefactor like Donald Trump who owns the... um, Miss America pageant circuit. Um, and there's this this pageant, the whole, the local and the national, don't have a lot of money um, to advertise as much. The pageant isn't televised, but it will be on the Internet this year. And so I also think there haven't been a lot of people to vocalize about it to, but there are amazing things now with social media to be able to share. So it's my hopes to promote it as much as I possibly can throughout my reign. Yeah. I, you know, it would be great if there could be more funding done, wouldn't it? Yes, ma'am. I've been fundraising myself Um to not only help to raise the cost of the entrance fees, but also to help the program. Right. Well, we'll, we're going to come back to close the show with Miss Wheelchair, Pennsylvania, Jen Gilliland, but we've got to go to break before we come back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., 
and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, if you just joined us, remember... These shows are archived, BenderConsult.com, VoiceAmerica.com. But if you go to my website, you can hear any of the old shows. We've been on the air now for 12 years, so make sure you check it out. Today, our guest is Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania, Jen Gilliland, and she is just the most delightful, awesome person. We're so excited for her. We're going to be rooting for her in the national contest for Miss Wheelchair USA. But I did have a few last questions I wanted to ask you, Jen. First of all, look at the things you've accomplished in your life, even against all odds, all adversity, Cum laude from Slippery Rock. I mean, here you are doing this. You found employment. You did so many things. My question is, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? I would consider my greatest accomplishment to be gaining my independence. Learning how to be independent on my own is what has allowed me to accomplish all the things that I have done. That's, that is so important with people that with, do have a disability to gain independence so that you can learn to rely on yourself. Don't get me wrong. That support system is always needed. But I learned how to drive. I learned how to go to college 600 miles away 
from home. I learned how to do even the daily tasks, doing my own laundry, cooking for myself. Um, I met my husband. I got the job that I have. And I don't feel that I would have been this successful had it not been for being able to be independent. You know what? I think that is so great you said that. It is so great. I'll probably use this quote and attribute it back to you. But that is so true for people with disabilities. I tell young people that all the time. You have to learn to be independent because no one, no one is going to come in and save the day for you. You have to do it. Uh, I mean, I just think that's so important what you said. It is so true. It is absolutely true. Um, and now, as you just said, you wouldn't have been able to do all these things if you had not been independent. I guess you made your mind to do that right from the beginning. Yes, ma'am. Well, I want to tell you before we ask you the last question, I want to tell you what a pleasure it has been to have you on the show today. You are just a breath of fresh air, and I want you to know we will all be following you and cheering you on in that national competition. Thank you so much, Joyce. I also have a Facebook page out there. It's Ms. Wheelchair Pennsylvania 2014. It might just be Ms. Wheelchair PA 2014 that anyone can follow to see what I'm up to and my event. And if anyone wants to contact me personally, I have an email account that's Ms. Wheelchair, or Ms. Wheelchair PA 2014 at gmail.com. Okay, let's hear that web the uh, Facebook account again. It's Ms. Wheelchair PA 2014 on Facebook. Okay. Well, we'll be following you. That is for sure. Well, my last question is, what message would you like to leave for our listeners today? I'm very musical. I love to listen to music and the lyrics. And there's a song by Laura Story that's called Mighty to Save. And in there, there's a line that says, shine your light and let the whole world see. And I cannot say that enough to just let your light shine. Show everyone how beautiful you are on the inside. And don't let anybody ever let you not be the best you that you can be. Always reach for the stars. You know what? What? What is that song again? Mighty to Save. And and who is that by? Laura Story. I think I know that song. That is a great song. That's a contemporary song, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, let your light shine. That is so true. That's the way it is. Well, I'm going to do something I have not done before, and that is I always end the show with a quote from a famous historical figure or a current person or someone in the past. Every show, someone that I feel has impacted or will impact the lives of others. And guess what? Today, this is the quote. My greatest accomplishment is being independent, said Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania, 
Jen Gilliland. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening to us today. We'll be following Miss Wheelchair Pennsylvania on to the national competition. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you all next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.